attorney. Shut up. Do not attempt to think or depression may occur. Stay in your home. Curfew is at 7 p.m. sharp after work. Anyone caught outside the gates of their subdivision sectors after curfew will be shot. Remain calm. Do not panic. Your neighborhood watch officer will be by to collect urine samples in the morning. Anyone caught interfering with the collection of urine samples will be shot. Stay in your home. Remain calm. The number one enemy of progress is question. National security is more important than individual will. All sports broadcasts will proceed as normal. No more than two people may gather anywhere without permission. Use only the drugs prescribed by your boss or supervisor. Shut up. Be happy. Obey all orders without question. The comfort you've demanded is now mandatory. Be happy. At last, everything is done for you. Welcome. You are listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. And I am your host, Chris Switzer. It is awesome to be able to have a platform where I can speak the truth and reach his sheep. Because his sheep will hear his voice. And hopefully, I can be worthy enough to be a vessel of that truth. That's all I pray for. And to further his bidding, his will for me on earth. Welcome to the show. We are going to get into Second Esdras. Um, I'm not into even really the meat of the scripture yet, although we're touching on uh, parts of it as I read the introduction to the God Culture's uh, publication of it. And we're getting into the area of Qumran, which is Bethabara in scripture. And it is the location where A, John the Baptist uh, headquartered his ministry in the wilderness, making the way for Yahusha. It's where he baptized Yahusha Hamashiach in the water. I don't believe it was actually the Jordan River. Um, I'm of the opinion it was in that area of the Jordan Valley, um, but I don't think it was the dirty waters of the Jordan River. I digress. We're getting into this area, the Zadok's uh, priesthood, you know, the sons of Zadok who carried on the temple priest's activities and duties, observed his calendar, his commands, and continued doing what they did from the temple itself before it was ransacked and overrun by the sons of darkness. So I'm going to get into the daily devotion, read you an article from the news as of late, just to keep us uh, contemporarily, I guess, relevant and uh, where we are in this timeline of things, because we do have the signs of the times to go by. And then we will just continue on with our reading. Today is February 24th on the Julian calendar, or the the Roman Catholic Gregorian calendar, whatever you want to call it. And it is, more accurately, the 12th month of the Hebrew calendar, Adar, and it is right in the middle of the month, the 15th of Adar, which today would be a full moon Sabbath. So we are doing exactly what our Father would have us, which is studying to approve ourselves unto Him, guarding His Word, and testing these prophecies, not despising them, to prove them. Let's get into it. Here is the devotion for today. Be still in the light of my presence while I communicate love to you. 
There is no force in the universe as powerful as my will. You are constantly aware of limitations, your own and others. But there is no limit to my love. It fills all of space, time, and eternity. Now you see through a glass darkly, but someday you will see me face to face. Then you will be able to experience fully how wide and long and high and deep is my love for you. If you were to experience that now, you would be overwhelmed to the point of feeling crushed. But you have an eternity ahead of you, absolutely guaranteed, during which you can enjoy my presence in unrestricted ecstasy. For now, the knowledge of my loving presence is sufficient to carry you through each day. And the couple scriptures here it reference and points to is we're first go to first Corinthians chapter thirteen, specifically verse twelve, which says For now we see in a mirror, dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know, as I also have been known. I'll just finish out the chapter here. And now belief, expectation, and love remain. Love. These three, but the greatest of these is love, or charity as it reads in some translations. The second verse that it references is from Ephesians, chapter 3, verses uh, starting at 16. We'll finish out the chapter. In order that he might give you, according to the riches of his esteem by power, to be strengthened in the inner man, through his spirit, that the Moshiach, or Messiah, might dwell in your hearts through belief, having become rooted and grounded in love, in order that you might be strengthened to firmly grasp with all the set-apart ones, or holy ones, the saints, what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Messiah, which surpasses knowledge, in order that you might be filled to all the completeness of Elohim, and to him who is able to do exceedingly above what we ask or think, according to the power that is working in us, to him be esteemed in the Ecclesia by Messiah, Yahushua, Hamashiach, unto all generations, forever and ever. Amen. All right, we'll go right to this article here. Uh, that my wife showed me, which uh, <laughs> it is ridiculous, um, audacious, but it is the signs of the times that we live in. This is from the New York Post, nypost.com. It was published on the 23rd yesterday. The title of, or the headline of this article is On Duty Cop arrested for shoplifting $140 shoes while in uniform. Embarrassing for the department, quote-unquote. I'll read that again. On-duty cop arrested for shoplifting $140 shoes, a pair of shoes, sneakers, while in uniform. On-duty, no less. Who could it be? A Mississippi cop was arrested by her colleagues, so there's an operative word, for allegedly shoplifting sneakers while on duty and in uniform, getting taken into custody in her own squad car. Wow. Now fired Columbus officer Robin Connor, 33, was busted Wednesday at a Dick's Sporting Goods when an employee stopped her walking out in a $140 pair of tennis shoes, her police chief, Joseph Daughtry, told the Columbus Dispatch. We're putting her in jail, said the chief. 
who was among those who responded to arrest his own uniform-clad officer. It's embarrassing for the department, but we're going to treat her like we would anybody else. (laughs) Daughtry said a store employee caught Connor trying to steal the shoes and detained her before calling 911. (laughs) Told the officer was in uniform, dispatchers called a supervisor at Connor's own precinct, with Chief Daughtry and his assistant chief responding along with the officer's captain. So they really pulled out everybody for this one. Connor's colleagues then arrested her and brought her to the Lowndes uh, Loudness uh, County Adult Detention Center in her own patrol car, according to WTBA. Connor was immediately placed on administrative leave, but the Columbus City Council voted unanimously Thursday to fire her after two years on the force, WTBA reports. She is also charged with misdemeanor shoplifting for stealing goods worth less than $1,000 and was given an $862 surety bond, according to WCBI. Quote, we have a job to do and we're held to a higher standard, end quote, Daughtry told the local news station. And the community is just starting to trust us and to take this gut punch really hurts. That's why we fulfilled our obligation, not only to the store, but to the community. End quote. It is unclear whether the fired officer has an attorney who could speak on her behalf. Well, I don't want to prolong or belabor the point any further than it has to be, but... Who do you think did it? I didn't do nothing. Yeah. That's affirmative action for you. That is the plan from one Kalergi, is it not? And it's ridiculous, you know. the, The chief said, we're held to a higher standard. No, they're not, actually. It's inverted. Everything is inverted in this world. In Hasatan's world, the sons of darkness, the children of Cain. Yeah, their standard is is different for sure, but it is Yahuwah's people, the Yahudim. We are held to a higher standard, a spiritual standard, a moral standard, a righteous, holy standard set apart. From the children of Cain. Set apart from the world. Nothing like this. Creature. Working for the bail system. And brazenly walking out in a pair of Jordans, I would guess. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. And people put faith in that system. Mind-boggling. We're going to get right into the reading here. Um, if you're following along, you can go to 2esdras.org. The number 2, Esdras, E-S-D-R-A-S, dot org. And you can download the text, the publication from the God Culture, right from the website for free, and follow along. It's a 212-page PDF. You can also buy it in print with colors and all that good stuff if you see fit. Um, But I would rather you donate to RBN. Perfect segue. Please, folks, we need it. If you can donate to RBN and you you have it and the Father Most High Yahuwah has blessed you and you are taken care of, please consider donating and give us a call at 800-724-2719, extension 3. They'll give you every available means to send in your donation, or you can just send a check or money order payable to RBN to 2251 Double Creek Drive, number 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. Or you can just go to republicbroadcasting.org and hit that donate button. Hit the donate button. It is greatly needed and greatly appreciated. If you wish to call in to the show live, you can. Just be intelligent and respectful, and we'll talk. 
this is your show as much as it is mine. And it's all to glorify Yahuwah and to edify his people, the saints, the holy ones. 512-248-8252. 512-248-8252. We are reading from Second Esdras, the publication from 2esdras.org, published by Tim Schwab and the God Culture. And last week we left off on page 14 of the PDF, right in the forward. And uh, it's getting good. Or at least, to me, it is fascinating. Very enlightening. And it is Bible. I'm going to back up a sentence here. Uh, one of the last paragraphs in the forward. Following the introduction, we have curated Second Esdras as our main highlight, with First Esdras after. In examining the original authorized 1611 King James Version, we have revised the English and added several margin notes in cross-reference, especially as we find this book in several portions of the New Testament. Throughout the text, we expound on the antediluvian, antediluvian, excuse me, cosmology, including the rivers from Eden, chart the vision of the Eagle Empire with our interpretation, and most especially, we provide a foundation in creating maps using Second Esdras, along with other scripture and history, to locate the lost tribes of the northern kingdom of Israel. If this book was written between 70 A.D. and 218 A.D., as some quote-unquote scholars assert, it still remains an incredibly valuable tool in these respects, though we will prove that date wrong. This restored knowledge is full of revelation, too full to ignore and too accurate to minimize. It is time to prove all things. That's 1 Thessalonians 5.21. Review this research, and this will change your life. May this bless all who read. Yah bless. Introduction. Who lived in Qumran? Which again is... Bethabara, in the Bible. In 1947, the voice in the wilderness cried out yet again. Did you hear it? The entire modern Old Testament canon was found in Qumran, with the exception of the Book of Esther, in what is inappropriately labeled and expanded in scope as the Dead Sea Scrolls, as the find was specific to the Qumran area, and truly remains so. This included other books as well. For many of these, these are the oldest copies found, and some were complete, such as the 24-foot-long Isaiah scroll, or Yeshayahu, the Hebrew. After over 70 years, we still know little about this community, yet the archaeology, writings of the community, and the large compound found there confirm these were the Aaronic Levite priests, the sons of Zadok, who had been exiled to the wilderness of Yahudea by the Hasmoneans and Pharisees. They were the temple high priests, replaced by a new, unbiblical order. However, today the world allows the Pharisees who defiled the temple to teach us about this community. No wonder we know so little about them or at least we are taught so. This was the base of operations for John the Baptist and his disciples, where he baptized Don't go anywhere, folks. We will return right after the break. Stay tuned. have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones Insurance agent or attorney. Shut up. Do not attempt. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family 
will love. Now we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high quality pasture-raised meats. And even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now I'm not talking about the bottom of the barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. We interrupt this program with a special bulletin. America is now under martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorneys. Shut up. Do not attempt. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. I'm still your host, Chris Switzer. Please, folks, if you can, I'll reiterate. We need your donations here at RBN. We are definitely listener-funded, by and large, at this point. You're keeping us alive. So, put your money where your mouth is and donate if you can. Call 800-724-2719, extension 3, or just send a check or money order payable to RBN to 2251 Double Creek Drive, number 302, Round Rock, Texas, Seven eight six six four, and you can go right to the website republicbroadcasting.org and just hit that donate button it would be much appreciated I sure myself would like to continue being able to learn with you all teach you all and study his word and if you'd like to comment on air you have a question you have a concern feedback just be intelligent and respectful, and please do so. You can dial 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252. Or hold your breath and listen. <laughs> We're reading from 2nd Esdras, um, the publication from 2esdras.org, published by the, the, the God Culture. 
and we're on page 15 of the PDF. We were just reading how the base of operations for John the Baptist and his disciples was Qumran, which is Bethabara in the Bible, in your scriptures, where he did baptize the Messiah, Yahusha, and was visited by him later in private. It is among the most well-documented New Testament communities on record, and the church does not even know because it is too busy defending a control narrative that the other books found with the Old Testament are somehow cursed when Yahusha and John set this library as a time capsule to preserve his word. And it shows a photo of a sundial that was found with these scrolls at the Qumran site. And Qumran is uh, the modern, I believe, um, Egyptian or uh, word for it or name for it, but um, it's it's Bethabara. It really is Bethabara, and that's the same location called Qumran today. And the community um, were the keepers of the biblical calendar based on the sun and the canon of scripture according to the decrees from Jacob and Moshe, or Jacob and Moses, and it just shows a stone sundial. Continuing. Several other books were found among these scrolls, which must be considered and tested. We will even discuss the possibility of first and second Esdras included as well. Clearly, important among that community of Levite priests, this tells us much as the temple Levites were the keepers of scripture. Jacob entrusted Levi with this role in Jubilees 4516. And Moshe authorized these same Aaronic Levites in Deuteronomy 31, 24 through 26 to do the same. If one truly wanted to know what books were and were not included in the Bible canon at the time of Messiah, they need not look far as this preserved the Old Testament canon of Scripture up until his time. There were no books yet, just scroll libraries like the one found where? In Qumran. Some attempt to force the books in the Septuagint that can be a useful publishing indeed in comparison, but never as a standalone text as inerrant scripture. In fact, it too was a scroll library created in Egypt, and the Aaronic Levites were not in Egypt at that time. They were in the temple where they should be soon to be driven out into the wilderness of Yahudea. They would take their Bible scroll library in that time with them. Makes sense, right? We can all follow along. This was rediscovered in 1947, and immediately the Catholic Church and Pharisees moved to redefine the Bible that was found to protect the fraud they perpetrated in those days and since. They do not want to be discovered, because it is they in these very prophecies being spoken of as the sons of darkness. That's why it uncovers their crimes, just like they do today. The sect that created the Septuagint Greek translation in Egypt were not Aaronic Levite priests. These were Essenes in their attempt to hijack scripture, which they would later write what they would call scripture in the Gnostic Gospels, also found in Egypt. Not one Gnostic Gospel was found in Qumran, nor do they coalesce with the New nor Old Testaments. Don't go anywhere, folks. We have much more to uncover and read. Stay tuned. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee. And I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee. And after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in 
trying so many different coffees that were so good. And uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee. So I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. February is Heart Month. And every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. America is now under martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorneys. Shut up. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. I'm still your host, Chris Switzer. If you wish to check out my work online, you can go to bitshoot.com, www.bitshoot.com forward slash the Freedom Ministry. The Freedom Ministry. You will find countless hours of video content, and you will see my trajectory and my journey, my learning, and uh, how I've changed over the years. If you go back to videos when I first got onto BitChute, right to today. Um, yes, Yahuwah, my father, has done a tremendous works in me, and I am grateful. And I am actively repentant and Trying to conform myself to him instead of men and their traditions. We are reading from Second Esdras, the twoesdras.org publication. You can download and follow along with if you'd like. We are on page 16 of the PDF. Essene is a name not found in the Bible, even in the Greek, Greek Septuagint version, demonstrating that cult has nothing to do with our Bible. The Qumran community never uses it, nor anything similar. 
It's the other way around. It is those who want to propagate the Essene stuff that they'll still reference Qumran, and they'll reference the scrolls found in Qumran because they have weight, I suppose. Um, but it's never the other way around. Um, they are the imposters. They are always the imposters, the liars. The same said people and, you know, principalities that Yahusha himself rebuked in the very Bible. You can look at John 8.4.4, you can look at Revelation 2.9 and Revelation 3.9, namely, and there are many others. You can look at the book of Matthew. Um, it's, it's all there. It, that was man's tradition. They were the ones who defiled the temple. It is derived from the writings of Pliny, Josephus, and others as Essenua or Essuaui, um, forgive my pronunciation, as this is not a Bible word, and they're talking about Essene, we must go to an occult source to learn this originates in Egypt. It's an Egyptian word, like I said. In 2007, the Rosicrucian Digest weighed in on it. Origins of the word Essene. The word truly comes from the Egyptian word Kashai, which means secret. Secret. That should be the big tell-all. What did Yahusha say about secrets and, you know, the works in darkness and hidden works? He said everything he does is in public view. It's not secret, right? Hmm. I don't think Yahusha was in the scene, guys. Just my opinion, I guess. And there is a Jewish word of similar sound, Sahai, Sahai, and I, I, I want to say, I mean, it's really a Hebrew word, uh, Chasi or Hasi, meaning secret or silent, and this word would naturally be translated into Asaios or Asin, denoting secret or mystic. Even Josephus found that the Egyptian symbols of light and truth are represented by the word Choshen, or Hoshen, which transliterates into the Greek as Esin. Historical references have been found also wherein the priest of the ancient temples of Ephesus bore the name of Essene. A branch of the organization established by the Greeks translated the word Essene as being derived from the Syrian word Asaya, meaning physician, into the Greek word therapeutes, having the same meaning. And again, that was the origins of the word Essene, from a publication from the Rosicrucian Digest in 2007, and it is not Bible, okay? Nor is it the author's sentiment. So it's an Egyptian word, Essene. It's not Hebrew. It's not even Greek. It's not Aramaic. It's not even Latin. Again, this is an occult source, and they take credit for the Essenes as a secret cult of sorcerers. To them... That is a good thing, where those of us believers know better. However, what they do not connect is the word sahi, it's spelled C-H-S-A-H-I, or um, the Hebrew in the Strongs, it's H-3784, kashaf, kashaf, were the sorcerers and magicians in which Moshe and Aaron faced in Egypt, Exodus 7-11. Some of them ex exited Egypt in the Exodus and settled in Ein Gedi, the Ein Gedi in ancient times, and not Qumran. Ein Gedi is 25 miles south of the Qumran site, or Bethabara. Pliny notes they are a very ancient cult. This same sorcery and witchcraft is recorded in Canaan, in Deuteronomy 18.10, in Israel proper, in Second Chronicles 33.6, and even in Babylon, in Daniel 2.2. So, it is the enemy of the Bible. Some even further connect this Aramaic word, Asaya, as the origin of the word Hasmonean. Hasmonean, that's interesting. These are the conquerors of the temple in 165 BC who exiled the Levite temple priest system, who are rebuked by their Qumran community as the sons of darkness. What a world in which we live. 
This word is the origin of the Hasidim, or Hasidic Jews of today. Think about this, folks. These are the same sect that literally murdered our Messiah. They are Essenes. The breakdown of the faction still exists as rabbinic Judaism generally are Pharisees, essentially with a sect of Hasidim, Hasidim, or Essenes. Sure, they call themselves pious, but they do not even remotely know the relationship of Torah. This is why we find them referring to their God as Hashem. This name is a variant of Ashima, the God of the Samaritans, from whom they originate. Who would replace the name of Yahuwah 6,800 plus times with Lord or Baal in Hebrew? Hmm. These Samaritans would. Any attempt to associate them with Messiah and John the Baptist is ridiculous. We were warned in the end times that evil would be called good and good evil. One of the main reasons employed by many is this assumption that Essenes lived in Qumran, which they never did. Attempts are even exercised claiming that Yahusha and John believed in resurrection, and somehow that this is supposed to be equated to the reincarnation doctrine of the Essenes, which is among the most illiterate of positions. They're just trying to conflate the two, and make it relate, and try to amalgamate, and, you know, just tie them together. It, it sort of reminds me of what Constantine did, um, you know, with the uh, Mithraism and um, the beliefs of the early Christians, as it were, trying to amalgamate the pagan um, mythology and, and what became the Catholic Church. And it is just satanic at its core. At its roots, it is all of Hasatam. Okay. The two doctrines are opposites, as are the Essenes from the Qumran community. In fact, human spirits cannot reincarnate. The only spirits who do are demons or spirits of Nephilim when they die. That's why we've seen Gog throughout history, as it keeps reincarnating into hosts. They wander the dry places, and when invited, they can enter a human and possess it, or even an animal, as Moshiach, uh, excuse me, Messiah, cast demons into swine. We all recall that, where uh, Legion, you know, many demons were in the, the man, and um, they knew they were being exercised out and they said please you know let us go into the, the swine and then they were ran off the cliff and drowned reincarnation is literally a doctrine of demons as only they reincarnate possessing the body of another it's a cult doctrine Essenes originated from Egypt though perhaps truly Mesopotamian origins ultimately thus the Aramaic where they were known as physicians or alchemists of sorts there, they were called the Therapeutae in Greek. In biblical terms, they were sorcerers, such as the false prophet identified as from Yahudia, Barhesus, and Essene, Acts 13.6, the child of the devil, according to Paul, Alemus, Acts 13.8, and the bewitching Simon the sorcerer, Acts 8.9. In Greek, Paul calls this pharmakia, or the Greek uh, Strong's Greek uh, G5331, meaning medication, pharmacy, i.e., by extension, magic, literally or figuratively, sorcery, witchcraft. And that's the modern-day big pharma today. It's pharmakia, folks. It's the same stuff. Revelation tells us this is the end times deception, in fact, playing out. As, quote, by thy sorceries were all nations deceived, Revelation 18.23. This same sorcery is exactly what happened with this entire narrative. Only a fool would claim Essenes lived in Qumran with no evidence. 
writings identifying themselves as Levites, and incredibly significant Essene finds 25 miles south in Ein Gedi, matching Pliny's directions to their headquarters. No scholar could logically draw such conclusions. Yet the mantra is vast. This false story permeates Judaism, or Pharisaism, according to the Jewish Encyclopedia, and those who manage the Rockefeller-funded museum doing, doling out the idiotic control line. The church has bought this, especially in seminaries. It is a lie. The other list of Bible canon immediately thrown out there is that of Josephus, who propagated a closed canon according to him, of course. Josephus was an admitted Pharisee, Hasmonean, and he was in a scene trained by Banus in the wilderness, or the Ein Gedi. And that's referenced from uh, Volume 11, The Life of Flavius Josephus. Realize his quote-unquote closed canon, which some Christians actually cite would mean the entire New Testament is not scripture and was already rebuked as ignoring part of the law, or Torah, according to Messiah. That's John 5, 46, 47. And what they did use, they turned against Scripture, according to him, Mark 7, 9. That is an oxymoron. Many do not even think through. It's just ridiculous on its face. And like I said earlier, Messiah rebuked these same people for exactly what they're doing and have done and continue to do right to this very day. That's why they don't want you looking at these other books, manuscripts that actually strengthen these prophecies and show them for who they truly are, the sons of darkness, the synagogue of Satan. They are children of the devil. He was a murderer from the beginning, the father of lies. This is these people. Call them what you will. Call them Jews. Call them Jesuits. Call them Madonna. They are all the children of Cain. They follow their father, the devil, and they will do his works, his bidding. They will be known by their fruits. This is all Bible. However, uh, back up here. His listing of what the Pharisees considered scripture educate us all on the paradigm at the time of Messiah. And shortly after, when the New Testament was just written, as it already censored jubilees, especially. That is no canon. However, whom did Jacob and Moshe entrust with the keeping of Scripture, Torah, and what we would call Bible? The temple Levite priests of Aaron and Josephus was not, nor were the rabbis or Pharisees, of or Hasidim, Essenes, the Hasidim or Hasidim. We have Josephus, Excuse me. Let me get myself together here. We have now found this scroll library, which is the only which qualifies as the Bible canon, for the entire history up until the time the temple was destroyed. The question is, whom was ever given authority to overrule these Levites? Like, when did it change, right? Who was given their responsibility to keep scripture? Who was given authority to overturn Messiah's endorsement of this canon as well? Certainly not Pharisees who already threw out the book of Jubilees in the days of Moshiach. Most certainly not the cowardly general Josephus, who ordered all of his troops to commit suicide while he failed to do it himself. No, Josephus is useful for history and geography to a point. However, he was no authority on scripture, and his list is a spouting of Pharisee doctrine rebuked by Messiah many times. Only the Levite library records canon. Any Catholic council changing that was usurping biblical authority. It never had. This community left history and scripture behind so that we would all know just what was and was not considered canon. They even include commentaries on different books, additional prophecy, especially of the war on the sons of darkness versus the sons of light, hymns, calendars, etc. The Hasmoneans, a.k.a. the Scenes, and their priests, or the Pharisees and Sadducees, who exiled the true Aaronic priests from the temple are called the sons of darkness, as they conquered the temple and Yahudea 
or Judea, in 165 BC. This battle will last until the very end times in their writings. The temple was the center of worship in Jerusalem. Though the second temple no longer housed the Ark of the Covenant with Yahuwah's presence, it still received his blessing until that time. Priestly courses continued such as that of Zacharias, father of John the Baptist, until in the course of Abiah. But the leadership in the temple, all of Yehudea, and especially the world in the spiritual sense, had been usurped by the sun. Don't go anywhere. We'll return right after the break. By your boss or supervisor. Shut up! Be happy! Obey all orders without question! The comfort you've demanded is now Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one tenth ounce bars and don't forget for all of your precious metal needs whether buying or having the need to sell call kettle moraine limited remember no dinar no celery and no carrots if you buy from someone else tell them you want au not bs call kettle moraine ltd today at 602-799-8214 kettle moraine ltd 602-799-8214 we interrupt this program with a special bulletin america is now under martial law Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. I'm still your host, Chris Switzer. I'm going to jump right back into reading from Second Esdras, uh, the full publication with commentary from The God Culture at 2esdras.org. Can download a copy for free and read along. We're on page 19 of the PDF. We're learning about the sons of darkness versus the sons of light all throughout the uh, the scrolls of war found in Qumran, 
or the Dead Sea Scrolls attributed. Uh, this was a fulfillment of the Psalm 83 war in which David predicted the temple, not even built at the time of this prophecy, would be defiled by neighboring enemies in this exact sense. For the Hasmoneans did not attack just the Greeks, nor did they originate in Yahudea, or Judea. They inhabited an area called Modain, or M-O-D-I apostrophe I-N, which is across the border into Dan, controlled by Samaria and the Philistines. They were not Hebrew, nor Israelites. They were Samaritans, who were the replacements of the northern tribes of Israel when they were taken captive into Assyria since around 700 BC. This is why, even in Mosiah's parable of the Good Samaritan, Luke 10, 25-37, what was unthinkable in the paradigm of that day was that a Samaritan could be good. Think about this. These replacements were brought into the northern kingdom of Samaria and kept the name. They then attempted to infuse the worship of Yahuwah into pagan religions of their gods, Ashima, Hashem, Adramalek, or Melech, Moloch, Baal, and others. However, this was never a sincere gesture. It's always a control mechanism, folks. Always. To serve their father, the devil. It was a response to the land that had been rejecting them as they were being attacked by wolves. They brought in a Levite priest to teach them the rituals of the Bible. Yahuwah rejected this infusion. And you can read about that in Second Kings chapter 17. The Pharisees and Sadducees did not exist in Jerusalem until the so-called Hasmonean Revolt in 165 BC with the sacking of the temple. You will find the books of Maccabees as well as Esther were not found among the Qumran scrolls because neither are scripture. They do not pass the Torah test. Both are the stories of what would become Zionism today. This was predicted not only by David, but identified in Revelation as Messiah discusses the synagogue of Satan, who say they are Yahudim and are not, but do lie. Revelation 2.9.3.9. It goes further. The layers of lies are so deep that they even replace the real word, Yahudim, with the word Jews. There were never Jews in Bible. They're Yaz. They're Yaz people, not Jews people. There's no J even. Yah, Yah. Even the term Jew is fraud, and it never should be used in Scripture, as it is not of ancient Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek, Latin, Old French, Old German, nor Old English. That individual will. There's the music. We'll return right after the break, folks. Do not go anywhere. We'll return. People may gather anywhere without permission. Till the cows come home to get your new ease off drop and lift. What in the world is an ease off drop and lift? Our ease off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E A Z E O F F.com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC. 417-932-6419. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. 